Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Here's my favorite rant for the day, excerpted from our podcast, which you can find over at TomHartman.com. Welcome back to the Tom Hartman program. I want to thank all of my callers calling in today. Uh, and I, I want this uh, next segment. I really think you are all going to want to hear this and listen. And Tom's audience are the exact people you, as part of the media revolution, have to take this story and we need to use it to build power to push for change to our incredibly broken non-system of healthcare in this country. I'm joined in studio by Andy Brodock, who is going to share his story and the story of his late wife, Naomi, who has dedicated her legacy, has asked that her legacy be dedicated to the fight for expanded Medicare for everyone, improving Medicare and expanding it to everyone. Andy, thank you so much for joining us on the Tom Hartman program. Oh, thanks for having me. Um, I want to get started, just uh, kind of tell our story. Um, we met in college, um, freshman year of college. We were college sweethearts. We fell in love. It was cute. It was awful. Um, and since we were in the Midwest, uh, we got married right away and then had kids right after that. So um, we we were 25, had two kids, and we were doing everything right. We were, uh, we were working, trying to get through uh, best we could. Um, and Naomi started to get sick. Um, what I mean is she would come home from work and go to bed, which was a problem because we had two kids and I had a job too. So I was trying to do my job and take care of the kids at home. And then she would come home, go to bed. This, it just wasn't working. And she was in a lot of pain and we couldn't figure it out. And then, um, one day she came to me in tears and said that there was a lot of, a lot of blood in her stool. Um, so you know, that, that's serious. That's a serious thing. So we um, scheduled an appointment with a doctor, and he ran some tests, really wasn't sure what was going on. Um, then um, I got a call on Monday. This happened on a Friday. I got a call on a Monday from the doctor and said, here, your wife's emergency contact. We can't get a hold of her. 
uh, where is she? And they're like, well, she's at work. And they're like, she shouldn't be at work. She should be in the emergency room. We don't even know how she's conscious right now. Her hemoglobin levels are so low. I was like, well, I, I'll get her home. She's like, she can't drive. You don't let her drive here um, because she'll get in an accident. So we took her to the hospital. Um, they did test after test. They were assuming it was some type of stomach ulcer. Um, and then that Thursday, it was Valentine's Day, um, they did a colonoscopy. We met with Dr. Gupta afterwards. He sat us down and he's like, hey, I am glad we did the test, but I'm very sad about what we found and um, told us that there was a large tumor um, just inside her rectum. And he's like, I'm sure this is cancer. There's no way this isn't cancer. And I remember in the moment, all I wanted to do was just cry, right? When you're when you're handed that, that's what you want to do. And he said, no, 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 don't cry, don't cry. And I feel like I was kind of robbed of that, um, that moment, but whatever. Um, it started a very difficult process. Um, chemo is awful. Radiation is awful. The scans are awful. The amount of doctors and time that it takes to just fight cancer is, is insane. No one would take chemo if the cancer didn't kill you. Can chemo is just slightly wor less worse than cancer. Um, we go through that whole process. We end up moving to Maryland from Michigan to be closer to family, to be near better doctors. And um, at that time, she we were winning. Um, we were working with Dr. Marshall at Georgetown University Hospital. He's a great doctor. And um, we were we were beating the cancer. It was, there was very little chance of local reoccurrence. It had spread to her lungs. It was stage four diagnosis. And um, we were convinced that we had 10 years until she got a second cancer. Um, no idea why. It's completely unrelated to the first cancer. This one was squamous cell carcinoma in her tongue. Um, she had to have half her tongue removed last January. And after and that they did six months or did radiation and it takes about six months to recover from that. So we expected her recovery to be sometime in November. Um, but she, she didn't actually make it to that point. Um, the, the chemo drugs weren't working. Um, she wouldn't take the platinum based chemo drugs from before because they were so difficult that she knew at this point in her life that it wouldn't be something that she would be able to do. Um, we tried a new immunotherapy drug called Opdivo um, that had some success with her type of cancer, but it didn't, uh, it didn't fix this. Uh, so she went on hospice in late October, and then uh, she passed away on November 4th. Nandy, I know how hard this is uh, for you. And um, you know, we, we were working together with you uh, when I'm as the executive director of Social Security Works, and I... Um, I try to uh, do what we have said and use this story to, to shine a light on the broken healthcare system. And I have an incredibly hard time uh, because it's, it's so sad. And I can't imagine for you uh, what that is like. So I just want to say your bravery in, in doing this is, is amazing. Um, and so thank you for sharing this incredibly personal uh, and and tragic and and uh, story of loss. Can you? We've only got a couple minutes in this segment, and I want to really delve into why um, why did Naomi want to dedicate her life uh, legacy 
to her life's legacy to the push for Medicare for all in in dealing with all of this. The broken healthcare system was in your face the entire time. Yes. Um, it's awful. Um, having cancer is bad enough, but having to deal with uh, private insurance and trying to manage bills and manage care on top of just try to live, um, it's, it's not okay to, to ask people to do that. Um, we were put in some very, very difficult places where we had to make some very awful decisions that no one should ever have to make. Um, and Naomi did not want anyone else to have to go through what we went through. Um, there's a real chance that the story could have been avoided altogether um, had our healthcare system been a little better. And what that something that that looks like, and it, it is in this healthcare system, non-system that we have, it's broken on purpose so that you know these greedy liars on Wall Street and their minions can make money off of us, off of our health. We don't have a healthcare si uh, system at all. It's not aimed at keeping us healthy. Uh, if it was aimed at keeping us healthy, what you do is you would go into a doctor, see a doctor whenever you felt anything come up, right? And you wouldn't have these other questions in your mind of, you know, can I miss work to do that? Uh, can I lose the wages that might be necessary? How much is it going to cost me? You know, I have uh, my children and my family that I have to care for. How am I going to do all of that with these incredibly costly, uh, you know, with these incredibly high expenses that our healthcare system has, our non-healthcare system? It, that's, I know the story, so I, I'm only like, kind of asking questions. Those were the things that were going through Naomi's mind. And uh, along with the reality that being sick or feeling sick is scary, right? Like we are scared as humans and that's very natural. So the a real healthcare system is to help us get to, through all of that. Uh, but our healthcare system, basically you show up and they the first thing they say to you is, Give me your insurance card and your license to make sure that your credit rating is high enough uh, in many respects. And that is just a fundamentally wrong way of doing things. And I want to talk with you specifically about that when we come back from the break. Andy Brodock, uh, thank you for joining us. I'm Alex Lawson, filling in for Tom Hartman on the Tom Hartman program for Anything Goes Friday. We want to hear from you. We're going to be taking your calls the entire show. So we're I, so I don't know what we're going to be talking about, the great maple syrup heist or anything. I do know we're going to be talking about Medicare for All. We're joined in studio by Andy Brodock, who's going to share his story and why we need to guarantee health care as a right to everyone in this country. So tune in. On Twitter, Facebook, TomHartman.com slash podcast, and right here on YouTube. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.